The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss ways you can expand your commerce footprint and understand the creator economy. Joining us is Sean Kim, who is the president and chief product officer at Kajabi, which is a platform that helps users turn what they know into income. Entrepreneurs and creators are able to capitalize on their business growth at Kajabi. And before working at Kajabi, Sean was the head of product at TikTok and also the global head of product at Amazon Prime. So we're excited to have him as our guest today. So far this week, Sean and I have talked about growing your commerce footprint. And yesterday we talked about the creator economy and how to build brand and product strategies. Last part of our conversation, which we're going to have today, is talking about supporting creators through your wallet. All right, here is the last part of my conversation with Sean Kim, the President and Chief Product Officer at Kajabi. Sean, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, thank you for having me back. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Excited to wrap up our conversation today. And today is really talking about putting your money where your mouth is. Why should people pull a credit card out of their pocket or Apple Pay or Amazon Pay or whatever you're going to do? and start paying for knowledge when there's a lot of free information on the internet. Talk to me about why people should be supporting creators with their wallet. You should support the creators that are providing exceptional value that essentially improves your quality of life or helps you get a new job or helps you make more money or get started a business or whatever it might be. But like, it's not just supporting creators for the sake of supporting creators, but you're getting great value in exchange for that. So at least on, creators on our platform, you're getting really in-depth, detailed content that really does just that, like helps you essentially build a business or get a better job or whatever it might be, right? So on top of that, I think what's great is like these creators have built really amazing communities as well. So once you're part of that community, then you can learn alongside others that are just as well interested in this space. So if you want to learn a guitar, if you want to learn how to become a fitness instructor, or if you're trying to become a product manager getting into a top tech company, there are others there alongside with you to take this challenge on. So it's also joining this community that's really, really important. And I think that's what this offers, like these creators offer as well. It's not just, again, just opening your wallet to pay a creator for the sake of paying a creator. It's just make sure that you're supporting someone that is really providing that really great exchange of value. I feel like often when people are thinking about paying creators for their content, they're thinking about it from an altruistic perspective. 
this person can help me, so I'm going to pay them for their time. In reality, I feel like that's probably the inverse equation that we should be looking at. It's, I can gain value by buying this knowledge, as opposed to I can consume the knowledge and then decide if I want to pay. You also mentioned that there's additional value out of working with creators, the community association, there's the ability to potentially get customized experiences. Talk to me about the differentiation between what's the free content you can get. You can basically learn anything on YouTube and then working with creators that are honing specific courses or trying to be a little bit more subject matter specific and create their own, I don't know, end property. What's the difference between the free stuff and what you can get through paying creators? There's a lot of good free stuff out there. Don't get me wrong. I think they don't go deep enough, I would say. They're not personalized for you also. So a lot of these creators that we have on our platform even are willing to have sessions with people to like understand exactly what their consumer is trying to achieve and work with them directly one-on-one. So there's that personalized experience. There's also the community experience. And then there's the content itself. It goes multi-layers deeper. They give you worksheets, how to set goals. They might even provide templates to use if you're trying to build some type of like business online. So there's additional things you're getting for paying versus like you get this one-size-fits-all video content that's more of a highlight that you typically see on YouTube. But I got get some level of content and knowledge from the free content, but I think that you go, if you pay and you work with some of these creators, you're going to definitely get a much deeper level of knowledge within a certain space. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. I think that we've seen some of the major platforms adopt a similar strategy or at least incentivize creators to adopt a similar strategy. And I'm thinking about Apple in the podcast space where they move from everyone who is listening to a podcast from being called a subscriber to a follower. And then a subscriber now is somebody that pays for your content. And so even platforms the size of Apple are moving towards this model where they're trying to get their customers and their users 
to basically pay for the content that they find the most valuable. So talk to me a little bit about your thought of where the major platforms affect on creating content and cultivating creators. The major platforms are really great at discovery of your consumer. So if you're a creator, amazing for finding your customers, their audience, because they're all there. And some of them for sure give you some really great creation tools. And you can post content there, find and attract those consumers or customers that want to learn more about your expertise. And that's what they're good for. It's not great to build a meaningful business. There's many, many reasons why. I think like one is like they don't give you any real actionable data on how to improve your business. Their North Star is a little bit different than yours, right, as a, as a creator. So there's some limitations there for sure. They're not going to give you the email addresses of all your followers. You can like build on your community and build out your email marketing content or whatever it might be. There's just a lot of limitations there, right? Also, there's fees you got to pay in terms, you know, to Apple or Google that take away from money's earned. So I think if you have your own full legitimate business via your domain, your website, where you get to decide how much to charge, you take home all their earnings, right? You control your business end to end. You know exactly who your customers are. You know exactly their email address, what their LTV is, you know where they are within your course, or you know exactly what the unique individual problems are for your customers. You can personalize and tailor it for them specifically. You can talk to them one-on-one. There's just a lot more you can do to really building meaningful business. And that's not something you can get at these big platforms. I think that there's other ways to support creators. And there's people that you follow and you appreciate your content. You know, I think of all the musicians that I listen to where I'm not part of their Patreon, but I consider myself to be part of the community. I consider myself to be a fan and I buy some of the experiences. What are some of the other ways that you can support your creators if it is not just directly through the acquisition of their specialized content? Supporting their brand overall, right? I think like being their advocate, their voice, being their referral, obviously are really very helpful to these creators. Overall, I think creators, when I'm talking to them, one of the biggest challenges is essentially finding more of their audience. So platforms are helpful, but word of mouth referrals are even more helpful. If you get a referral from someone else saying, hey, I learned so much from this creator and their content has really changed my life. That referral means a lot more than just finding it on your own on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. At the end of the day, I think about the way that people have supported me in my creator business. And it hasn't always been through a direct payment. Sure, there's value that you can get out of working with creators. But I think about my audience, people that consume the content that help me build metrics that I can use to then go do things like sell sponsorships, build a community, they give me feedback. There's other ways that you can support creators. Yes, writing a check to support your creators is great. Don't get me wrong. I would love for everybody to come and say, hey, we want to be part of your sponsorship program or work with you in some capacity. Wouldn't that be wonderful? But not everybody has the capability or desire to do so. There's multiple different ways you can help your creators consume their content, share their content, be contributors, be advocates, be affiliates. And yes, of course, you can go and buy their products or services. Sean, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks for telling us a little bit about the creator economy and your work at Kajabi. Awesome. Thank you. All right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Sean Kim, President and Chief Product Officer at Kajabi. If you'd like to get in touch with Sean, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is SolmeKim, that's S-O-L-M-E-K-I-M, or you can visit his company's website, which is Kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martacpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.